Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Michael Doyle. Michael, you are a brand champion and you are the CEO of Brand Iron. You're found on the web at brandiron.net. Michael, thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. So we're in the new year. 2023 is, is upon us. Uh, and, and one thing I saw on your social media I'm excited to talk about is just, you know, latest trends and what's going on in graphic design, what's going on in branding. Um, and, and of course, with Brand Iron, you know, as a, yeah. as a branding expert, this, this is an area that you're probably watching a lot more closely than many of us. Yeah, no worries. Um, so thank you so much again. Um, we see a couple of things that we have is happening this coming year. Um, number one is kind of it's a flashback almost to the 80s where you see kind of bright colors, you know, um, not only classic designs, but kind of big and bold. And so it's like kind of my childhood coming back again in design coming forward in 2023. Um, and so we see a lot of that coming forward. We also see another thing where, you know, companies aren't just building principal brands. They want to make sure that they're building a sales channel. And how can they build a strategy where they can quantify their investment and results? And so we see that as a huge driver this coming 2023 especially with the uncertainty in the economy. Everybody wants to know if they're going to spend capital. They've got to make sure that they know that it's going to be wisely spent and they can expect a return. And so they want to know what the return on that investment is going to look like. So if you've got to have a well-designed, what we call marketing sales process that leads into specific sales funnels on your website, on an omni-channel approach where all these different mediums build on one another, and then you have a way to quantify that traffic and push them through the sales funnel where you can track the results. We see that as a huge, you know, huge interest going forward. It's not just necessarily about building brands, which when you've got a thriving economy and a big, robust uh, budget, you've got to now everybody wants to really make sure that what they're spending is they're going to be able to quantify and track and see results. Yeah, well, and, and I think that that's sometimes, um, you know, obviously, as, as sometimes when you're working with someone who is a brand specialist, um, they're more on the artistic side, right? And so <laughs> it's really nice when you can work with a, a brand strategist who can kind of both play the kind of the right brain and the left brain side of things, because obviously, if we're going to make investments into, you know, even something as simple as adjusting our logo or, you know, cover shot, you know, our, our headshots. Um, it's pretty valuable to test all that stuff along the way and yep. make sure, yep, that was, that was smart to do that. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm a little different because I believe that great brands um, drive great outcomes. 
So it's not just having a great message or a great persona or a great image or a great website or logo. Great brands drive engagement, drive, drive people to action, and they drive, um, they drive desired outcomes, whether it be driving more sales, whether it be driving expansion, whether it be driving you know, brand recognition, you've got to be able to quantify and track. And that's what great brands have the ability to do is track and measure results. So my opinion in that world is quite a bit different than a lot of other brand strategists. It's more about the brand, the look, the feel. How does it make you, you know, does it give you warm and fuzzies? It makes me super excited when brands could give you quantifiable outcomes that you're trying to help reach towards your bigger picture business goals and objectives. And that's when we know we're doing a really good job from a brand perspective when we're producing desired outcomes. Yeah. Um, so as a company, Brand Iron, um, it looks like you work with you work with companies in tech, finance, private equity, real estate, outdoor consumer, hospitality, <laughs> manufacturing services, et cetera. Um, where did uh, like how did you get your start and how did Brand Iron become a thing? <laughs> well, I had a previous career to brand iron. So I actually sold my previous advertising marketing agency during the dot-com days and reported to Wall Street for a couple of years. And so that's kind of how my opinion about brands and outcomes completely changed. Because when you report to Wall Street and you have committed capital, we they want you know specific outcomes. And so when I left that firm, went back on my own 20 years ago now, and started Brand Iron. It was like, how can we build brands, and how can we make brands that are <clears throat> that are quantifiable and trackable and produce desired outcomes? So it's really about how can we produce results that we are quantifiable, trackable, and so we can produce a, a, an ROI that really makes a difference. Yeah, um, and, and so in terms of. Um, people working with a brand special can can you kind of let's say someone that might be a little bit newer there might be at the very very early stages of their company um can you kind of help understand help folks understand what's the difference between hiring a marketer a brand strategist uh, you know a web design person like uh, what are the what are the different players in involved here and sure. why might we need all three why you know why might we prioritize one over the other yeah um, well there's a bunch i mean right now not only is there branding there's marketing there's web specialists, there's social media specialists, there's digital marketing specialists. They all kind of go under the marketing purview, if you will. And then uh, under that marketing purview, you have people that work on brands and that could be graphic artists from that perspective, a creative perspective, or you can have strategists like brand strategists that that look at brands as not only a um a, 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 an image, but also logo, but also something that you bring you for the content and the text. And then when you put all the different components together, how, how does it compel people to take action? And then I'm a little bit unique where I believe brands are all about producing quantifiable results, which is very different than what you see out there. Um, you also see that there's, you know, that's the branding slash when you're setting up a company or revising your company's image or revising your company position in the marketplace. So that goes all in the brand purview. Marketing kind of is how do you take that brand to market? And there's a lot of people with a lot of different slants. You've got, you know, 
designers that say, oh, I'll help you with your marketing, but it's very much from a look and a feel perspective. You have social media say, especially say, oh, I'll help you drive results, but it's also about likes or follows, you know, and those are great and they really help get your message out, but can you tie that to your website or your sales channel that produces results? You've also got digital marketers where they worry about Google AdWords or um, this dissemination of original content. And so do they care about that or do they care um, or about you know clicks or do they care about driving traffic into a sales um, channel? and then be able to track and measure and all the way to conversion in, in a conversion to a, into a sale. Um, and there's all these different subcategories along from marketing, to branding, design, to social, to digital. And I'm sure I'm missing a ton, right? There's email marketing as well too, right? And so you need to figure out what are you really interested in? And I, also, I, I always say is start with the end in mind. If you know what you're trying to get at the end, is it driving revenue? Is it driving conversions? Is it driving likes? Is it promotion, building your brand? If you know what the end is in mind that you're trying to get accomplished, it'll help guide you in being able to select who and what type of individual or what type of company you want to work with. Yeah. Um, and as a company now, Brandiron obviously worked with a, a number of, of, of really good <clears throat> companies. Um, how do you grow your, how do you grow and attract new clients today? Um, so that's a great question. Uh, we kind of treat ourselves as a client, right? <laughs> Brandiron is, an, is it one of the clients we work on. And so we have to have, who, we have to know who our targets are. We have to know what are the most effective mediums or channels to reach them. We developed um, we develop specific products. Um, like I do a lot of speaking. I, I, I wrote, but didn't ever publish a book a couple of years ago called Seven Secrets of Brand Chief. And so we market that. We market capraisedex.com. We market uh, uh, omni-channel digital approach to filling up your sales funnel. So we package specific products, if you will, and we package those and we put them into a sales channel or sales funnel and landing pages on the website. And we can track and measure which of these specific products are gaining results and which ones are resonating and which ones are we able to track and measure a tangible ROI and, and see what's, what's, what's working and what's not working. So we do all the different things that we tell all of our clients to do which is develop you know, a specific strategy, develop and package it, figure out who the target's gonna buy it are and what the most effective mediums are, how you can drive those into a sales funnel, how you're gonna track and measure the conversions and then be able to quantify a tangible ROI. I know that's a lot, but. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. Uh, your website, brandiron.net, and you know, thinking about the content that you produce and how you engage with people, you know, someone's listening to a conversation right now and they're like, okay, I, 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 it sounds like uh, Michael knows what he's talking about. Like, what are some ways, kind of next steps that that people might engage with you uh, or they can kind of get to know your work and, and learn a little bit more about your expertise? Yeah, they could go to Brand Iron and um, we have a downloadable, what we call capabilities deck where you can find out about our process, find about specific case studies. So we, you can go there. Um, we also have a, another product, capraisedex.com, where you can go to that sales channel or that landing Wait, what, page. What was that again? Capraisedeck.com. Capraisedeck.com? Yep. 
uh -huh. and we have a capabilities deck and show you different examples of different decks we've done um, as well as show you case studies. We've helped clients raise over four, five, uh, now it's out over $5 billion of capital over the mm -hmm. years and, uh, um, and show you very specific examples of the work we've done, but also the process we take everybody through and then uh, all the way to a finalized product. And then even coaching how to pitch it and how do you, where to go and build relationships to raise capital as well too. Yeah, why, uh, so when you're thinking about um, doing a, a deck uh, yeah. with a client, um, when what do you typically see in terms of clients who say, or potential clients who go, yeah, we've worked on our deck, and then you look at it and you go, oh boy. <laughs> like what kind of stuff do you normally see that you're like, yeah, we should probably chat? <laughs> Uh, you know, like last week I saw a real estate investment company that sent me a 70 page deck. Okay. Oh. Perfect example. All right. Yeah. Cause investors and, are absolutely going to pour over all 70 pages. <laughs> and you cannot believe Josh, how much content was in that 70 pages. I mean, it was like five point text oh. on 70 slides. I mean, it would take me a week to read through that thing. Right. We see that all the time. You know, and that's one of the biggest mistakes we see is that the, you got way too much content, you know, and you got maybe way too many slides and you don't have it down into a nice, what we call clear and concise core message where it's, if you, if you think about it this way, if you've got a half an hour to an hour presentation, you want to have where you can communicate your message in the first You've got to be able to tell what you do with the first five minutes. You've got to grab their attention, suck them in, engage them, and compel them to ask questions, right? If you don't do that, you're sunk. And what we try to tell people is you've got to be able to tell your message, whole message, not just the teaser in the first five minutes. You've got to be able to tell your whole message in the first 15 to 20 minutes. And you really want to have enough content where you've got 20 minutes and the rest of it should be conversation, right? You're compel you're getting them super excited. You're getting them to ask a bunch of questions. You're getting them really You're getting them really lathered up and really excited about the opportunity where they want to find out more and they want to potentially invest with you because you made it so compelling that they're really bought in. And so we tell people all the time, you've got to have that core message that's the first first five minutes of the first couple of slides got to really draw them in. And then you got to have the rest of the rest of the, let's say that's three, four, five slides. You want to have a total presentation, let's say 20 to 24 slides. So you've got 15 to 20 minutes with the content. You've got questions in there. You've got thought provoking ideas or new concepts or new ideas that really are going to compel them to ask questions and find out more so that you take that 15 to 20 minutes engaging them and turn that into the full 45 minutes or an hour conversation, get them excited to the point where they want to find out more. And they're really excited a bit about potentially investing within your company. Yeah. I, I, I really agree with that principle of, you know, uh, you know, honoring where the level of where the relationship is like, you know, imagine going on a first date and just being a motor mouth for two and a half hours straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not really exactly. not real well. Um, but no, and for, here's a good example is we could take, we can take that first, um, you know, we could take the presentation, that 70 slide deck, we could t take it down to 20 slides, mm -hmm. get them bought in. If you want to put the other 50 slides in the appendix 
and have every all the ammunition you you need for any question that they will ask you under the sun. Knock yourselves out, but get that core message down to, you know, 15, 20, 25 slides. Make sure you're there. You've got them sucked in and then have the other information that you think they may ask and be it's what we call anticipate the questions. If you can anticipate the questions, four, five, six, seven, eight questions that they're going to ask, you could have all that information in the appendix but, and be prepared for whatever comes your way. But make sure you've got a rock solid, clear and concise message that sucks them in. Yeah. Michael Doyle, your website, brandiron.net. Thank you so much for this conversation. Anything else that people should do, someone that uh, wants to reach out and connect with you? What, where should they go and what, they, what should they do? They can either take a look at brandiron.net. They can take a look at capraisedeck.com. They can reach out to me on LinkedIn at Michael S. Doyle. Um, I'm available, happy to have a conversation about what you're doing, what's working, what's not. Happy to take a look at a deck and give you some thought or advice on that as well, too. I'm happy to help out in whatever way we, I can. Awesome. All right. Again, Michael Doyle, brand champion, CEO of Brand Iron, found on the web at brandiron.net. Thank you so much, Michael, for joining us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.